So it goes without saying that nobody should ever... This is not an advertisement or paid promotion from Impact Plus. Um, no, so yeah, I heard... Um, Sean, you know what? I think it's a good time to share your entire experience real quick. Uh, it's been yeah. a roller coaster of... When I say roller coaster, like it started flat, right? And then it just went down. And you so never yes, came in back 2020, up. <laughs> in 2020, not 2021, in 2020, I was using Impact Plus on a free trial, and then they changed their billing mid-trial uh, mid cycle. And when they changed their billing, they went to a company called Dot Studios, and somehow they migrated my account from a regular login account to logging in with my Google account. But them doing this... When I then tried to log in with my Google account, it would go, this account already exists. And when you'd log in with your regular account, it'd go, this is a Google account. So it caught me in a login loop where I could not log in and cancel my subscription. So it charged me for three months before I was able to get my bank to block them from charging me again. And then they never did anything about it. I emailed them like 10, 15 times and said, you're the most incompetent shit streaming service. I don't know if this is okay in Canada where your owl company lives, but this you is not the, okay you, here in the United you make, States. You, you make the fucking cock look good. <laughs> yeah, you make Peacock look fantastic. Although I will say, uh, Impact Plus does have speed options um, oh. and quality options that Peacock does not have on their player itself. However, trying to get to anything you will get wordpress redirect errors like every time you click on something God. it is the most obnoxiously bad and it's website only this is not an app it's web only it's awful do not pay for impact plus um that said these two matches that we're going to be reviewing this week and next week um they're on youtube so all of you can watch along with us we don't have to bother with impact plus and we're going to be canceling right after our free trial month oh yeah by the way they got back to me a year and a half later and offered me a promo code for one month free trial after billing me for three months and i couldn't watch anything did they ever refund you for that build they did not and on top of that <laughs> my main complaint was that i couldn't get into bound for glory 2012 well, today I got into it to prepare for next week's episode, and yeah. both uploads are in Spanish. Both the regular <laughs> and English uploads are the Spanish commentary. So uh, just if you want to watch the, the next week's episode, The Street Fight, with James Storm and Bobby Roode, you have to watch it on YouTube if you want to hear Taz and Mike Tanay. Otherwise, you're going to get fucking Spanish. And, yeah. and no, uh, th th what? <laughs> so yeah, very confusing. Anyway, this is the infamous um, before the glory 2010 Mick Foley and Ric Flair last man standing match. Um, yes. Even if you wouldn't want to go as far as to say like, sure, these two guys are old enough and they shouldn't have a match on pay-per-view. I do believe that there's got to be at least one match on that bound for glory 2010 that this as a pay-per-view match would have been more of an enticing reason to buy said pay-per-view, but Oh, no, yeah, so I, I never said, like, so I haven't seen this, which is why we're watching. I don't know if you've seen this or not yet, but I have not. No, I have not. Um, I intentionally did heard, not watch it. Yes, I've only heard things about it in that it's terrible, but I've also seen still images that make it a very bloody-looking match, which could be could make it good to me. Uh, we're going to find well, yeah, out. Yeah, it's worth noting that at this time, this is smack dab in the middle of the PG era, so WWE yeah. was not doing blood. Um, oh. uh, except on very special occasions. So, like, this is this is kind of cool in that, like, you weren't seeing violent wrestling on the other channel, really. You you just no. weren't. You, you're seeing now, the rise of Sheamus. Yeah. Now, for 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 reference, what we're at, we, what we're about to see here is a at the time already 61 year old Ric Flair. 
<laughs> Oof. And this is post last match, post Shawn Michaels match. This just is to post be, Michaels yes. match. So this is, I, I think Michaels was what, 08 ish? Yeah, something around there. Definitely. So this, is, this is two years after that where he hasn't wrestled in two years against a 45 year old Mick Foley. However, when we count Mick Foley's age, we have to add what, at least 10 years to it uh, based yeah, on wear and yeah, tear? Because, yeah, what he's basically said is skeletal muscular brain basically Everything. every kind of possible degeneration your body could have he has it and that's, yeah basically yeah, like the, the only thing he has left is his long-term memory basically is what he, like you said short term is gone he, he yeah. can't remember shit so yeah i mean like and it's obvious like no you know no disrespect to him but if you're listening to his podcast with conrad he'll go off on a tangent and then literally be like eh, can you remind me what i was talking about again often yeah, yeah. And it's, no, it's and, sad, and, but at the same time, you know, at least he wrote all these books so that he has a pretty clear memory of what happened in retrospect. Yeah. Because uh, it, it, it does seem to at least help him to tell those stories and do yeah. his stand-up thing. Yeah, but yeah, just just I'm just throwing it out there so we know what we're getting into. It's, it's two men who are essentially in the bodies of 60-year-olds. Yes. Um, and, for this, the, and this is for a world title match, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. It, it, I think so. Maybe I'm not. Pretty, I'm pretty, I thought one of them's world. I thought this was during Foley's run. We'll see in a minute. But if so, I want to point out that this is happening 27 minutes into an hour and a half uh, long show. Yeah, on, on Spike TV. This is cable. This I, is not a paper. This, this is not a. This is such. And I, I. This is Bischoff was here at this time, right? Because this is. I such believe. A yeah. This is as Bischoff is, came in. This is Goldberg, fucking Hogan, Hogan, all over again. Georgia Dome. Yep. This 100%. is one of those. Yeah. For the ratings, bro, we're going to beat WWE this week with Foley Flair. Uh, that said, this is on YouTube. TNA Impact Before the Glory, full show, October 7th, 2010. It's the name of the upload here. Uh, Impact Wrestling Full Events. It was uploaded two years ago as of the time of this recording. Hopefully it's still there when you go back and, and uh, check this out yourself. And it, is, and it is just on Impact Wrestling, like their official YouTube. Yes. So. Just like when we did the uh, deletions, this is an official upload, so hopefully it's not going anywhere and the quality's good, and if there are shitty, shitty commercials, we'll be here with you for them. Yeah, so We'll be here to comment um, on how shitty they are. I don't think there are because the show's only an hour and a half, so it looks like they yeah, cut out. Yeah, and I believe I grabbed the same exact timestamp when I was on the Impact Plus app. I was like, it's 27 minutes in. So this is uh, between the match and then after the match, there's a bit of an afterbirth segment. Mm. Um, we're going to watch that too. And uh, that said, I guess it's time to get into it. So um, uh, let's do it. Let me get this full all right. so I get the full uh, effect. Uh, yeah, you want to count yeah. down the first? You want to count down this show? I'll do next week. Sure, sure. Uh, all right. Uh, three, two, one, play. So, yeah, I miss I miss this look of the the old TNA before they were decidedly having an identity crisis well, see, between yeah, so, so, yeah, yeah. Impact, impact wrestling and TNA. TNA. Yeah, like I get that TNA is a dumb name and that they wanted to change it. Don't get me wrong. I just I miss that. I miss what this company looked like prior to that change. Well, like so, so when I think of it, because I didn't watch much during this period, admittedly, you you watched a lot more. So like when I think of TNA Impact, I think of the Octagon ring, obviously. I think and it's I think a, of like, I think of like, it's not a, is it a hexagon? Is that hexagon. six? It's six, uh, six sided. Six sided. Yeah, that's right. The six sided ring. Yeah. So hexagon, but which yeah, is kind of so, dumb because an octagon is at least like a cage like UFC. No, this I is mean, different. It's yeah. I mean, I find yeah. it funny, though, that I don't think any wrestler that ever wrestled in the six sided ring liked it. They all said it was fucking terrible Yeah. because <laughs> like all the ropes tensions were off from everything you've done your whole career. And yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I think the X division guys liked it 
in the X division matches. Just, well, I feel uh, yeah, I feel luchadors are like ultimate ultimate X matches. I'm sorry, yeah, is what they're yeah. called. It's going to give you better spring, obviously, because it's you know, well, and it's funny though because uh, also Foley looks shitty but great at the same time here. This, like he, see, I, yeah, I don't mind it. I like it. It looks like he's wearing like a shirt that he got beat in last week. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like something to be said about um. So Bruce Pritchard and Bischoff both hate the X division. Because just, they're like, what does it mean? Like, what is it? Like, it's, just, it's, it's about like, weight it's, limits. It's no, it's not about weight limits. It's about no limits or whatever they used to I was say. say it, it used to be, a, it initially was weight limits, but then it changed because didn't Nash win it? And they're like, uh, well, Joe was, I think Joe. the first yeah, one right. that they were like, well, there's no weight limits. It's about no limits. See, so I this is also, I, it's worth noting that not only are the two talent in the ring in bad shape, but Earl's on like one good hip here as well. Yeah. Um, this is this is just kind of bad. Yeah, Earl's looking suspiciously like a turtle right now. <laughs> He's like kicking that, the dirt that, out of the ring. Yeah, I got that neck jowl going on. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. So like, okay, just, let's see when Foley gets bloody quick. So when does this happen? Uh, well, I mean, I'm guessing it's early because because he's got the shit over his eye already. So is he just bust open a pre-existing pre- cut? <laughs> That's what I imagine. I know that Foley has just cut himself prior to a match so that it's easy for somebody to bust him open hard way. But like, oh, yeah, I think that's, yep. Just, yep, right boom, there. right here. Oh, and he he does. He's going down on the eyebrow. Yep. So that's how you bust someone hard way is you, you try to hit them with like the ridge of your knuckle and a downward motion yep, on their bra- eyebrow. Yep, there it is. Yep. Real hard way. Yep. Yeah, and well, it's pouring. So, oh, yeah, it's going. I mean, to be fair, so that is a skill. So Foley himself has said he can't do that. He yeah. there was a there's a good story of him and Tommy Dreamer where Tommy Dreamer <laughs> literally just asked him, "Please stop Mick, punching me in the face." Mick, please stop <laughs> punching me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then so and then you've got other guys. So Harley Race is apparently like the best. He just one shot oh, yeah. done. You're, one you're shot. Done. That's uh, like player know, three. <laughs> yeah, as we know, uh, Lesnar. If he throws an elbow on you, your name's Randy Orton. He he can pop you open pretty quick. Yep. He picks something up from a fan and then throws it in the ring there. I, I can't oh, tell what it is. Grab this book. That's oh, book. yeah, it is a book. Okay. Oh, is he going to drop him on the book? Oh, shit. Nice, nice place to hide that. Yeah, I bet. You no know, because they need that to build the ring. <laughs> Nobody noticed him sneak out there like, <laughs> never catch me now. <laughs> they just let him go wherever. At least it's not a silver guitar. His name's not sure. Jarrett. Oh, man. Player just cut himself. He saw that. So, yep. <laughs> Quick, cut the camera, Keith Mitchell. Yeah, don't let him see this shit. So this is in the impact zone, I believe, because um, it's an impact show and not a pay per view. Right. Um, but it looks good. Like it's lit well. No, it's it's good. The production quality is decent. Well, I mean, compare because AEW is filming here now for Dark uh, Elevation or whatever, well, and it just looks arena? cheap. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the same place, and it just yeah. looks cheap. Right. It's there in Orlando. Like Orlando's the epicenter of wrestling because there's no income tax. So if you're an independent contractor in a business based out of Orlando, you're there. You go. You're making more, um, more money. Makes a lot of sense because wrestlers like Ric Flair here forget to pay their tax. <laughs> well, forget. God, I love to. this commentary duo. I'm just gonna say Taz and Tanae are two of my favorites together. Yeah, I feel like I just like any duo that has Taz in it. I feel like Taz well, yeah, is so that's good. you're not wrong. Because, like, okay, Michael Cole is probably my least favorite straight man, and and to no fault of his own. It's because Vince overproduced him for years. But, like, yeah. you're never going to break him of those habits. He got no. yelled at for saying, 
and now like the word now like that's come out recently god damn yeah they i don't think this oh, is bad oh, oh, oh shit oh god damn that's bad he overshot yeah, that he shot the fucking landed on his hip oh yeah and his shoulder like just like the, the table didn't break fuck okay you know what i'm gonna say right now it could get dumb but right now it's a zero understanding of why people say this is a bad match. This Just is... because they didn't want to see it. And now, with the benefit of hindsight and Ric Flair basically passing oh, out in the dude, ring. Oh, that fuck. That is a fucking massive bump, dude. Jesus. He totally overshot that. No, we don't, the we DVDs don't didn't do anything. Oh, a quick commercial break. <laughs> God, what a spot for a break. Yeah. This is so Bischoff. Okay, and now they're I, in the ring. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say this. I like this. This is the kind of shit I like. I like two yeah. bloody dudes bleeding on each other. <laughs> no, it's like I don't need fucking psychology. I just need violence. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at Dude. least it's not a big bag of popcorn, right? <laughs> Dude, this is a fucking bloody. This is. Oh, man, this one and next week's, man. TNA, I think, was going out of their way to just blood it up because WWE wouldn't. Wouldn't, And at the time, I was bloodthirsty because of it. Like, my wrestling was too tame. And so I was a fan of this, and I still am. I like this. I mean, so we're we're officially out of it. So I know WWE was rumored to go 13, but they're back to just PG still, right? Um, Well, they were rumored to go MA, or at least they have approval to go MA. I think Mm. on occasion they go 14. Um, but it's kind of discretionary. Um, however, I'm pretty sure on a recent SmackDown, I think it was, I can't remember if it was SmackDown or raw and I don't watch the whole show. So I really couldn't tell you, but, uh, the crowd was doing a, you fucked up chant that did not get beeped. And I think it was on Fox. Like, I I, I think it's only a matter of time until we get, you know, some blood back, at least at pay-per-views, right? Triple H has basically said no blood uh, because they asked him about it with War Games coming up as the Survivor Series. I I get it, like, for, like, a safety reason, and, like, you don't know, you know, because of, the like, that whole thing with uh, fucking Taker and Orton's dad, that was a huge debacle, remember? Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, like, the thing is now with, like, hepatitis is the issue, but apparently it's curable at this point, hepatitis C. Um, I mean, still though, you don't want it. <laughs> no, you don't, want, you don't want it. That's why we don't we don't wrestle I, Abdullah the I Butcher. I cannot believe. Right there, I can't believe Flair took a fucking and rolled into him because he's 60, Flair at sixty one years old. Well, he's taking back the stuntman shit. Yeah. Rick Flair's like. I mean, he doesn't have many in him, but like. Uh, well, he's got a lot in his boots, but you know, he's probably well, got I some mean, lifts at sixty, oh, whatever, sixty one. Oh, hope so. I just can't imagine. Like, yeah, there's a lot of blood on that book. Like <laughs> on those pages, yeah, like, I just I don't know thumbtack. I feel like a thumbtack bump. Like maybe isn't the most painful, but it's got to be one of the most just annoying, right? Foley <laughs> almost never wears. This is like the classic Cactus Jack jumpsuit, yeah. the WCW one, and he almost never wears this one in, in uh, WWE. No, he just usually wears the sweatpants and a shirt. Okay, so how much money do you think that uh, that jacket he's wearing sold for? Oh man, uh, hard to has say. It. Some oh, yeah, because he's doing that shirts off our back thing right now, too. He, he's selling basically every shirt everywhere he oh, goes. Oh, I know. Yeah, my buddy. My, but when we went to the show, my buddy, I think, threw, what, 1300 bucks down to try and get it. And I was like, don't do that. That's a lot of money for a shirt, bud. <laughs> it was for charity. But, yeah, that's a lot of money. We're not. I just can't. I, this just blow. I Like, this is. 
I don't know why people don't like this because it's too violent. They're too old. But like when you're old and can't fully wrestle anymore, this is what you do, right? Yes. Well, yeah, you, you shift to brawling. Not like, you know, it's not that Foley hasn't worked a whole career like this, but like this is what a Mick Foley match looks like. So like oh, no, if yeah. we're saying that it doesn't look like a Mick Foley match at his age, he's still walking. Yeah. It's after the fucking nasty hip bump. He's still walking like without yeah. the help of the ropes here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Like, People, I don't like. This is a Foley match. Flair's working Foley style. This isn't a Flair match. Like the blood. No, and thank God. I would hate to see Flair on his knees going no right now into the thumbtacks. That'd be stupid. No, I mean I could see it if you know he came up with the bat or something. Like no, if he did it right. But we've watched a lot of Flair matches this year, beginning with the Battle Royal Albert Hall one, where he was just being obnoxiously loud, like no at Tito Santana, and like at this point, it's like I can see through the classic like the phone it in flare match there's yeah like we watched the vince mcmahon street fight that was good that was there's been a few that are just above and beyond the the rest yeah yeah just what was the the flare taker match another one was just yeah good when he wants to go he goes and it's always a brawl yep it's always bloody (laughs) no and that's the thing like i feel like people think of flares like a tech He's not really like he, he is a technical, but he's not really a technical. He's technical like, he's not, by the 70s standard of a yeah, figure exactly. four. Yeah, he's not. A, he's not like a Benoit or an Eddie or, a, you know, Malenko. no, he's he's not even he's like like Bret Hart uses his finisher as a as a fucking mid middle of the match spot around a turnbuckle. Like, yeah, Flair's spot. Flair's style is about his his flamboyance. It's mm-hmm. it's his charisma. And I mean, it's not just his interviews. Like he's got in ring charisma too, but it's all about his flamboyance. Yeah, exactly. His physical charisma and his his uh, like his character. I don't see. I I feel like uh, if I, I know it's hard. What do you you did it wrong in the wrong order? No. Oh. Oh, why? Foley's just like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> Flair's like, I don't know how to do this. What am I supposed to? I'm gonna do a not a fucking star. stunt man. Shooting star, shooting star, shooting. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gonna do the axe handle? Oh God, he did oh, a dive. Your hands, your hands, my bud, your, my dude, your hands. <laughs> what was that? Like, what was that just now? It was like a. I don't want to go off the top rope. I'm afraid. Help me. I'm scared. <laughs> Good God. Taz, don't say that. He's gone to the ropes, top ropes. He goes to the top rope in every match, ever. Yeah, he every just gets usually he gets tossed out of the oh, ring. Oh, dude, how much? How fucking difficult would that be? Like to stand up and know you're gonna do your taunt bump. Wait, what? Uh No. What? Oh no. What? Oh, it's a last man standing match. Yeah, I didn't but, notice a count. Sean. Sean, is it just me or did you see Ric Flair stand up, which should have broken the count and then fall? What? Uh, maybe, maybe that was a, a way out. Maybe the uh, Bound for Glory, Ric Flair has his, uh, he gets his his uh, heat back. He must, because okay, so up until I understand why people may not like it, because that was one of the worst and most abrupt endings to a match I've ever seen. Flair literally did a move, and lost the match yeah he's pissed so i think that's the okay so yeah there's there's a an afterbirth here i did notice that the match ends here but i think we we continue for another four minutes or so with these two so yeah let's let's uh we'll keep going see what's up i mean 
good effort by both of them. A lot of blood for old people. Fuck tax. Flair's trying to pull his junk out. I don't like that, but. Well, you know. Well, you know, he's just going to helicopter a little bit. Yeah, helicopter. I don't need to revisit that. Why do we need to revisit that part? <laughs> no. <laughs> to be fair, it's one of the only bumps of the match. Most of it is just them hitting each other and bleeding. That's true. Oh, there's Flair, though. Look at him destroying that book. With the book. <laughs> the book was a whole thing. Oh, man. Yikes. <laughs> so why did that incapacitate Flair for te- what? I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> I stand, man. <laughs> I stand. No, I no, I. <laughs> Thanks, Danae. <laughs> Fucking insight. Yeah, just be like, nah, and leave. Problem solved. Who's gonna... <laughs> no, I don't need to see Foley's ass though. We could just. Let's not. Oh, dude, those ones in the elbow. That can't be pleasant. No. So everyone right here, wrestling's fake. No, you can't fake thumbtacks being embedded into your elbow. (laughs) Yeah. This isn't awesome. I don't know if I'd say this is awesome. This is this is an angle. (laughs) This is an angle. <laughs> Rick Flair lost overness from this segment. <laughs> the crowd was unsure what the purpose of this angle was. <laughs> oh, okay, Mick fully completed his turn. Wait, who is, is this the entire... Oh, oh is this Fortune? Yeah. Right. This is like the not Four Horsemen because it's trademarked and he Rick Flair lost the trademark, right? What? Uh, I think WWE just owns the trademark flat out at this point. I, doesn't Arn own it now? I thought Arn owns it now. It. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. Here comes random men. <laughs> Sabu. I saw Sabu for some reason. Is this the ECW as ECW people? Huh? Yep. Matt Morgan. Reno. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we change his name to Reno? Um, if it'll let us, if there's not already a Reno. Oh, dear Raven. What an unfortunate. I forgot how unfortunate he started looking toward the end. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole look. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Bobby oh. Roode with hair. Lovely. Hair, yep. 
That's Taz like Lisa's not on my side, bitch. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, well, that was that. Um, it was I, okay. So I liked it up until the the ending, which was ass. Like, yeah the 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 finish. Okay, was so ass. Let's, let's assume that the finish was fully locked in the mandible claw with some barbed wire wrapped around his hand, and Flair took a back bump into the tax and then couldn't get up. Yeah, say that's that's yeah. a solid. I give that like a seven, probably. Even though it's yeah. even if it was the same length, uh, with that dumb finish, probably a five. Yep. Like they tried. I don't they know went, if that finish hard, was like, supposed to protect Rick or what, but it yeah, didn't really I, just, it I, was flat. I feel bad Foley took a fucking horrific bump there. Yeah. Cause DVDs only... in reality, like, like they're, it's going to break your fall. There's nothing in those cases anymore. They're just, they're just a disc in an empty well, plastic. Thing, though, shell. So like a lot of times, like the big pop of the night is usually breaking an announce table, but like those are designed to absorb falls now. Like, yeah. That table, that didn't look like a, a table designed to, like, even the ones they, they usually, like, the ones under the ring are typically gimmicked so that they'll... Well, that looked like a gimmick table, but he definitely overshot it. Oh, we overshot but the, it. But also, the table that they gimmicked in the ring, they forgot to cut the ring around the, the edge of the table, so that almost caught Rick's hands. Yeah. Uh, I saw that come up, and I was like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, that, was a, that was a whole... That was Usually, a, you don't do that. I mean, I wouldn't say that with, like... I've heard this is like garbage. I'm not. I would not go anywhere near that. We've seen a hundred worse matches this year, easily. Yeah, and we've also seen worse finishes. Like I, I think that Mind Games, yeah. although it's a better match, was definitely a shittier finish than even this. So like, yeah, you like, know, I mean, this one makes little sense because like the whole point is if you get to your feet unassisted, the count breaks. It doesn't matter yeah. if you immediately collapse again; the count would restart. But yeah, I, you know, we all know that Hebner is. His suit. So, referee superpowers. Hebner's is a can overpower Triple H at any point, and B gets to invent rules whenever. So, mm-hmm. and he screwed Brett. So, like we know, he invents rules. You know? That's true. Yeah, he's well. I mean, to be fair, Brett screwed Brett. We all know that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that, you guys can check this one out too. Hopefully, you uh, watched along with us. If you didn't. Um, I suggest you go back and check this one out. Yeah, just it's, only, it's only it's only a 10 minute match, roughly. So, you, yeah, I mean, don't, you're don't not going to. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to it's not going to ruin your day to check this one out. Um, I oh, mean, God, obviously, Sean. Ric Flair's last match should have stayed the Shawn Michaels match and Mick Foley's yes. last match should have been, you know, a long time before this. But um, yeah. Sean, I just know. made a mistake. I clicked forward to one hour, 15 minutes, and there's about 15 men in the ring. So there's a Royal Rumble at the end of this. So that's we can't we can't go on. Oh, yeah, no, we're not going to continue this one, but we will continue some TNA next week here on the show. Oh, great. It's Sting in a T-shirt, too. Nobody needs to see that. Um, he he tries that on certain days in AEW, but I think usually Tony Khan's like, just wear the singlet, man. It's okay. You're 60-something. Um, speaking of 60-year-old men going through tables, Sting every week on Dynamite and Rampage. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh and that said, uh, next week we're going to be covering TNA uh, Bound for Glory 2012's Street Fight between James Storm and Bobby Roode. Um, and if you have any questions, comments, concerns for the show, you can hit us at TalkingSmartWrestling at gmail.com, at Talking underscore Smart on Twitter, or you can uh, just get to any of those places at TalkingSmart.com. Um, 
And we're going to get out of here. Uh, all right. We'll see you next week right here on Talking Spark. Hi. Peace.